Here's what's going on in the world of sports. Here's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Friday. The Charger Stadium Task Force says it chose Qualcomm Stadium as the site for the new NFL stadium because it would cost $250 million less than the city-owned property in the East Village. They would have entailed purchasing wide amount of land from MTS in addition to money from the state. Qualcomm site offers additional land funding from the San Diego River District, the ability to obtain state funding for a riverwalk development. The committee believes they can formulate a Q community involving the stadium, a park expansion, business offices, buildings for San Diego State, a parking garage, and a 1,500-room hotel. The task force estimates the project would cost $1.2 billion in its entirety, and sources say they're negotiating with 10 different revenue streams, plus a loan from the county, a loan from the NFL, and Dean Spanos' contribution of $200 million. The head of the task force, Adam Day, said we want to develop a Q village within the city. He says difficult does not mean impossible. We'll get the financing plan put into place by mid-May. Meanwhile, Mayor Kevin Falconer spoke to Commissioner Roger Goodell yesterday afternoon, and the league has confirmed that NFL VP of Stadium Operations Eric Grubman will meet with the mayor and the task force in San Diego the first week of April. Meanwhile, Adam Day says Mark Fabiani told him the Chargers would be willing to work on uh, developing either one of the sites. He is of the opinion that because the task force has already indicated they want to go ahead and build at Qualcomm Stadium. He expects the Chargers to cooperate. They said there were too many obstacles to overcome on the East Village site. Land purchase, the hotel tax issue, the convention center issue, the MTS issue, zoning, as well as the Port District. Day said initially four of the nine task force members believed that downtown was the best site, but after reviewing all the documents, the Qualcomm site had the greatest growth potential. He says when the financing package is put to a vote, it will not involve any public money or tax money. Therefore, it won't need a two-thirds vote, only a 50% plus one vote. And he says he will not negotiate with the Chargers, the task force only responsibility to gather data and make a recommendation to the mayor. Elsewhere on the football field, the Chargers remain mum about which free agent visits they've brought in. They're desperate for help, though, on the defensive side of the football. Amongst those still available, Vince Woolfolk of New England and defensive end Red Bryant of Jacksonville. They are bringing in Miami Dolphins young cornerback Jimmy Wilson for a visit. Ryan Matthews is officially gone, signed a three-year contract with the Eagles yesterday afternoon. He says injuries in San Diego were nothing more than bad luck. He says the future starts now. He's excited to be able to run downhill. Then late last night, the Chargers lost safety Marcus Gilchrist. He signed a four-year free agent deal with the New York Jets. There were 19 more signings yesterday. That's a total of 87 players have signed free agent contracts in three days. The Eagles signed DeMarco Murray, the Cowboys running back, in addition to Ryan Matthews. The Jets signed Antonio Cromartie, the cornerback from Arizona, in addition to the Chargers' Marcus Gilchrist. And New Orleans signed free agent cornerback Brandon Browner from New England. Those were the big names. One twenty-two signed. Atlanta picked up Adrian Claiborne, the defensive end of Tampa Bay. Chicago made it official, signing Charger wide receiver Eddie Royal. Dallas signing Jasper Brinkley, a linebacker from Minnesota. 
Denver picks up Kansas City defensive tackle Vance Walker, but Houston signs Denver safety Raheem Moore. Nate Allen of the Eagles signs with the Oakland Raiders. Akeem Ayers, a young linebacker, goes from the Patriots to the St. Louis Rams. Tampa Bay signs Chris Conte, the Bears' safety, and Henry Melton, the defensive tackle of the Dallas Cowboys. And late last night, Washington signed Bronco defensive tackle Terrence Knighton. Another big trade, the New Orleans Saints have dealt former Pro Bowl guard Ben Grubbs. He goes to Kansas City for a draft pick. Kansas City released wide receiver Dwayne Bowe. He had a $14 million cap figure. Colts released former number one draft pick running back Trent Richardson amongst players who were cut loose. Adrian Peterson met for a third time with the front office of the Minnesota Vikings yesterday. No determination on his future. Buffalo visiting today with wide receiver Percy Harvin, the former New York Jet. Meanwhile, Detroit bringing in Justin Blaylock, longtime starting tackle with the Atlanta Falcons. Indianapolis to meet with Vince Wolfolk, the defensive tackle of the New England Patriots. Minnesota working out Michael Johnson, a defensive end from Tampa Bay. New England looking at Nick Fairley, defensive tackle of the Detroit Lions. And Seattle visiting with Stefan Wisniewski, the center from the Raiders. Major League Baseball, the Padres got beat by the Dodgers last night, one nothing in Cactus League play. Jock Peterson hit a home run in the ninth inning off Jose Valverde. James Shields, three shutout innings for the Padres, five strikeouts in the loss. Meanwhile, Padre catcher Tim Federowicz, his surgery on his knee was delayed by one day, will be operated on today. Coach Glenn Hoffman, minor meniscus surgery yesterday back in Peoria. Today he begins rehab there. Comedian Will Farrell threw one pitch for the Dodgers in the game, then played right field for a whole ninth inning for the Padres as he completed day-long activity in the Cactus League. Elsewhere, the Dodgers have reportedly offered Hector Olivero, the Cuban free agent second baseman, a six-year, $77 million contract. Not good news on the injury front. Two doctors have told Texas pitcher Hugh Darvish he needs immediate torn ligament elbow surgery. Kansas City pitcher Tim Collins will miss the entire year. He had Tommy John surgery yesterday. Gavin Floyd of the Indians out indefinitely. The pitcher with a refractured elbow. And Atlanta's lost pitcher Mike Miner for three months. He's got shoulder woes. In basketball, second-round action, Mountain West Conference basketball tournament last night. Akil Quinn hit five three-point shots. San Diego State nipped Nevada-Las Vegas 67-64. Aztecs move on to face Colorado State tonight. Wyoming, a winner over Utah State. Boise State bombed the Air Force Academy. Colorado State moved on with a win over Fresno State. NBA basketball, Tim Hardaway Jr. had 22 points in a come-from-behind win. New York Knicks beat the Lakers. Meanwhile, Cleveland come from behind win in overtime. 128-125 in San Antonio. Kyrie Irving had 57 points in the game for the Cavaliers. Clippers, Dallas tonight on the road. NHL hockey, the LA Kings beat Vancouver 4-0 on Zeke Kopitar. Marion Gabrick scored early. Kings have won 12 of the last 16. Ducks play in Minnesota tonight. Anaheim is 42-20-7. Auto racing, NASCAR heads to the Valley of the Sun, the Phoenix 400. It's a season opening race for Formula One in the Australian Grand Prix. PGA Golf Tour at the Valspar Championships in Palm Beach, Florida. Brandon Davis with a 65, the first round leader. PGA veteran golfer John Daly calls drug testing on the tour a joke. 